Welcome to the Online Health Business Academy podcast. We've got Coach Michael, yep. Coach Jav. And today, guys, we're just going to do a bit more of a chilled one and talk about why some clients should be avoided okay. or, or they may not be good clients. Okay. Right? When you first start this online coaching thing, you're going to feel like, I need everything I can get, right? any client I can get. And it's understandable, right? You know, sometimes you might, might want to pick, you know, but eventually you want to fizzle out from that and you want to be able to only select clients that are a right fit for your you, your business and are good quality clients. So we're going to go over like what makes a good quality client, how to find them and how to um, avoid the others and when you should. And this is important because when you start taking in people into your business, you don't want people that are not the right fit for you because then... It ends up in people wanting refunds and <laughs> people cancelling their direct debits. And trust me, we've been there. Like, we're not perfect, yeah. innit? Like, we've made mistakes. Yeah. We want to make sure that you understand everything to avoid making the same mistakes that we did because it's not nice when you <laughs> when you see that refund yeah, yeah. and you're like... <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's important. So, I'll kind of go first and, and talk about what I think you should be looking for in a client. Let's talk about green flags and red flags. I think that's a oh, good yeah, way to separate yeah, it. So yeah, yeah. I'll start off with one green flag that I look for. And it's generally going to be someone who fits one of the main, one of the main pillars of your niche. So for example, let's say my niche at the moment is I work with a lot of guys who work in the sales sector. So there's kind of a few things there. They're either a busy professional. They're usually probably fathers and they work in a profession that they probably sat down in front of the computer a lot. And also they also have a very client facing role because they're also in front of people. One of the pillars is obviously a male, probably a father. One of those things have to take place for them to fit my program. So that means that that would make them a green flag for me. As long as they fit in one of those pillars, it's a green flag. Any other green flags? Uh, Yeah, so... One that I'm going to go on to is that one that I don't think a lot of people talk about at all, really, is that when, I, when I'm looking for a client, I'm looking for an element or signs of mental stability. <laughs> all right? I know that's going to sound crazy or whatever, but it's the truth. So especially when you're in the low pricing points, when, you start, when you're first starting out and you're charging a little bit low, like, you know, maybe around £100, between £100 and £200, right? Any lower than that, you shouldn't really be charging that. But around those price points, they are going to be, your, your program is going to attract, like we were saying in, in our previous episode, everyone, right? Because a lot more people can afford that than if we start pushing up the prices, right? So what does that mean? That means that you're going to get some people that are mentally not ready for this transformation, all right? They're not ready for even online coaching. That can be a big toll on your, your business, right? And that's a red flag as well. So this is a bit of two, of two, two and one, yeah? So, so the green flag is that they're, they're just, mentally they're ready. Mentally ready. They're mentally ready. How do you dis- oh, sorry, how do you describe you know, somebody who's mentally you. ready? So somebody who's mentally ready <laughs> is somebody who's not looking for this to fix every part of their life. Do you get what I'm trying to say? He's not looking for it to not fix Not looking for okay. it to fix every part of their life. So yes, if you get your transformation and you lose the weight and whatnot, it is going to affect every part of your life but it's not going to fix every part of your life. It's not going to fix finances. It's not going to fix relationship. It's not going to fix, right? Do you get what I'm trying to say to you? So somebody who comes in and just like, and starts vomiting 
everything about their life to you and why everything's wrong is usually a sign of a client that is not going to be good because they're looking for more than just online coaching, right? They might be looking for therapy. They're looking for some whatever. And don't get me wrong. Like you're, you're probably used to that as a PT. Sometimes you've got to dip in the pond and, and give people a bit extra. But you, especially online, where you're not going to be with them face-to-face, you're not going to be able to be that, that for everybody. So you need someone who's stable, mature, and understands that this is a, a, a relationship, but a working relationship where you give them the guidelines, you give them that coaching, but they have to follow it and they, you know, they have to be stable. So basically, you wouldn't work with anybody who's got like any kind of like <laughs> mental health issues. <sighs> to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not be very... to get you cancelled. No, 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 it's not about cancelled. <laughs> this is about you being honest. And um, no, not like a proper like, you know, uh, not really. I would avoid it if I'm honest with you. If somebody said, I've been through that and I've come out of it, then yes, I'm, 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 I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay to give you a chance. But I've actually had a, a, a time where I had a client that was like bipolar and, and had like proper mental, some mental health issues. And the, the truth of the matter is, unless you are qualified for that, unless that's also your field, you should probably stay away. That's what I was going to go to next. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, it's probably best if you're not qualified to actually. If you're not qualified, it's probably best to. And it's then, not. Yeah, it's and not. a lot of people have undiagnosed things. So, and you know, so that that's my take. Someone who's just stable mentally. If you get it, you get it. Hopefully, you do. Okay, cool. Um, do you want more? One or two? Nah, I got another green flag. Yeah, go ahead. I think uh, another green flag is somebody who is good with technology. <laughs> <laughs> And this is important, man. Obviously, this is also going to be related a little bit to your de- to your target market and your ideal client. But I found that working with people who are not good with technology and you're doing online coaching is very, very difficult. Interesting. Because, you know, we're using systems that you might be using Google Sheets, you might be using TrueCoach, you might be using My PT Hub, you might be using Trainerize. And it's all based on data, right? Because it's data-driven coaching. I need to know your numbers. I need to know how much you weigh. I need to know how much, uh, well, I need to see your progress pictures. I need to see how much weight you're lifting. If you're dealing with someone that says that they can't use an app or they can't use, they can't use whatever, it just becomes very, very difficult. And Mm. it's funny, I was just listening to a podcast last night from another business coach and he was saying that Basically, there was a point where he needed, he just needed clients. And sometimes you need clients. You just got to take people in. And he took a client in who said that they, they don't like using tech and they don't want to use the app. Can, can they be coached through email? And <laughs> so he said, yeah, cool. So the way they did it was like they do an email once a week, check in through email, everything email, training plans, email. Yeah, obviously, you would know that that's a mad way to coach somebody. <laughs> but so they've done that. About four months in, the person said, oh, I can't do it anymore. Cool, cancelled. Then. They got, then the person emailed them over Christmas and they said, I've just realized that everything you did was a scam. All you did was take, (laughs) this is what the person says in the podcast. He said, all you did was take my favorite foods and show me how to put them in a calorie deficit. (laughs) That was it. That was it. And, um, yeah so and 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 that's because the guy wanted he just wanted the clients at the time so he agreed to coaching by email obviously now you you know no one would do that but so it's important that a green flag for me is somebody who is good with technology like that is a green flag because if you're going to be an online coach it does require you to be able to use these little things right here and and use them properly as well 
So yeah. Any more yeah. green flags? I mean, I got I got loads of green flags, but yeah, go on. Um, yeah, I got I got a green flag out of this. I guess we're doing green and red at the same time because this one is red is just not the the green version, right? Um, my example of a green flag is looking and look. Key thing is when you're you're obtaining clients, so you're you're on a sales call, whatever. You want to get to know someone, all right? You have to know them and you have to know things about. That's why I'm able to pick out. Or we're able to pick out certain points. Looking for people who are a bit organized or show levels of um, organ, you know, being organized or being, um, yeah, just not all over the place, right? Or um, or driven. Looking for clues within what they do. Mm. That's what I found. Like Workwise, work workwise. Mm. You know what I'm saying. Okay. That's what because in my mind, as I'm saying this, I've got a client who's a who's a lawyer, right? She just she's just done everything by the book. Uh, been with me like over two years, coming up to two years now. You know, like any human being, doesn't always. It's not always great, but she's lost loads of weight, whatever. But you know, the signs was in what she does normally. You know, she's just a lawyer. She said, you've got to be certain, you know, the type of person to even do students? that. students? I've got a couple of students. And they're, they're very good clients. On point. They're on point clients. Yeah. yeah. So what did they do? What Do you know what they study? Like, give me one two guy, guys. One guy plays football and he studies sports management. Okay. Does so sports business. Okay, yeah, go on. Um, and the other one, she was a master's student. I don't know what she was studying. There you but go. But she was an athlete. Though. So, so whatever, exactly. So those are athletes. So whatever the person does, looking for clues in what they do, okay? And this might sound crazy, but you have to start picking this up because, for example, I will be um, cautious before taking someone on who does social work, if I'm being honest with you. Certain particular types, right? Why? So, social work, yeah, is... And I'm talking about people that are dealing with people, mental health people who are on the... If you know about it, like, on the call. So basically, oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 you can get called up at any time because you like, did you, you get? I'm yeah, like you're needed. Yeah, you're yeah. needed and whatnot, or like you know. So you 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 don't have a strict nine to five, whatnot. Shift workers in general, but now this this goes into like your niche. I know a guy. I see a guy on on, on Instagram who is the shift workers um, coach. Do you get? I'm trying to say to you. So his his thing is he's all about that. He obviously relates to it. He's done it before, so he can work with that. I understand, but if that's not your niche. You got to know, and that's I think that's what a lot of these green flags and red flags derived from we know our niche so we know what we don't like and who we don't really want to you know work with you know so that's kind of, of yeah. where that comes from yeah. all right cool so let's go more specifically into some red flags then and and i'll go well well, well rather than red flags i think look we, you know we can talk about good and bad all, all day long in it and i think that as a PT, you're not new to the game, so you kind of have a good, a decent understanding of what's a bad client anyway. No, they don't, man. There's different... There's <laughs> diff- online, there's, it's different, There's differences. Bro. So we'll do a couple... Right, we'll online, do, let's, let's do this. We'll do a couple red flags, and then what we'll do is more so how to position yourself and, and uh, in a way and and attract the clients that you, that you, you want. That you want. Yeah. Because um, online, yeah. di- online is different to PT, yeah, bro. It is different. Yeah, yeah. And and one thing I'll say, and I guess this is something that PTs and online will be able to relate to, is a red flag in a prospect is is someone that is constantly talking to you about price. If you're constantly badgering, badgering, badgering about price, then they're probably not going to be a good client. And the reason I say this is you might be able to get them on a on a lower price ticket or you might offer them a discount, but they're usually the ones that... <laughs> that cause the most headache and actually cause you that they require more time and they're paying you less if you do them a little discount deal or something like that. 
So my advice on that is if someone keeps pressing about price or they keep pushing you to try and give them a discount, they're probably not going to be the best fit and they're probably going to require more work than the people that pay more. Because yeah, what, what I've found is there's a saying that a lot of the big fitness coaches say is like, there's no skin in the game when you do it for cheap or do it for free. When people pay, they pay attention. That's the reality. So I've noticed, per, and this is a personal thing, that when people have paid more money, they actually stick to it longer and they stick to listen to everything you say. Versus when in the past, when I started off, I was just trying to get people in the door, doing discounts here and there. Those are the people that are causing me the most headache, yeah. not doing their weekly assessments, not doing their progress pictures. Like, so yeah, at the end of the day, obviously you got to get what you're worth. But yeah, my advice, a red flag is someone keeps pressing you about price, 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 price. L let me, let me chime in on that. And another way to handle that is this. It may sound contradictory, but that's life, right? That's his life. Because we're saying you gotta get clients good. Sometimes you just gotta get clients, and then we're also saying those are the like, not the great clients if they're paying low ticket. So how you do this is when you have a good understanding, and you get understanding by listening to business coaches like us and other business coaches, whatnot. You might charge them less. That's fine, but they have to know that they're getting less. You understand? You've got what you charge a set fee. It should be you know value. It should, you should be giving them a lot a value and they should be paying a, a fraction of, of what that's worth. Because if, if, if they was paying what a life-changing transformation is worth, they'll be paying £100,000, you know, whatever. But you should, they're paying a fraction and whatever price you've set at it, if that's 250 a month, that's 300 If that's 150 175 that's your standard price. If somebody cannot afford that and you want to make it affordable to them because you need a client at the moment or you, you just think they're a good fit or whatever... They need to know they're not getting the full package. And that's going to secure you from doing what Javen was saying, where they're taking more of your time. Because then you always be able to remind them that, sorry, when we spoke at the beginning, I let you know that if you wanted to get the full thing, X is how much it would have cost. Do you understand? So it doesn't mean you're, you're giving them a bad service, but it just means that where it's, it's basically a communication and touch points. Right. So if somebody's paying more, 250 or whatever and above, then they obviously, um, you know, get to talk to you or what, however much is, you know, your, your full price. Then you might give them a bit extra communication, one-to-one -one messaging ability, maybe some regular calls with you on Zoom, stuff like that, right? Whatever, maybe one in person. You can make whatever you want to do. If somebody is not, if somebody's coming at a discount, you've done them a favor because that's your price that's lower. But, you know, you're going to give them less, all right? So it's not, not really a favor. They're getting what they paid for. That's going to save you. And that's kind of how to mitigate that. Yeah. And I guess the more advanced you get as well, you can kind of have different packages, which I, I wouldn't do that at the start. But no, no, as you just take away some yeah, things for as now, you, yeah. As you get going, you know, you start to have different packages yeah. and, and whatnot. Just and, don't give them the same thing. The person, there's a big lesson. The person who's paying uh, a third of how much your actual program costs and a person who's paying the full price shouldn't get the same thing. And they shouldn't get your same amount of time. That's how yeah. you kind of keep the balance. Yeah, cool. And I think, yeah, it's the green flags are, the red flags are opposite of the green flags, basically. Mm -hmm. I guess to move on to what we was going to say, Some techniques, techniques to, to attract the right people. Yeah. yeah, so I think that one thing that you can do to attract the right person is obviously with your marketing, right? And that, that's really the key. And... <clears throat> If you think about, if you think about big businesses and big brands 
and what they do to attract people and their target market is it's very, it's pretty obvious and it's very specific. So I think about something like as a kid, where did my mum go to get stuff for my nieces and nephews? Mother care, right? That's that short mother care. Why? Because it's pretty obvious what they do. Mother care. Like it's for babies. You get stuff in there. With your marketing, you should be pretty clear with what you're doing. For example, if you are a female trainer who helps girls grow their glutes, you know, your marketing, your social media should be pretty obvious that that's what you do. So your bio should be obvious. People should know, okay, I help I help women grow their glutes in 90 days or whatever it is. Like your, your social media, your reels that you make, your videos, your stories, your emails, all your campaigns, all your marketing should be pretty obvious. And once you make it obvious, you, those are the people that are going to reach out to you. It doesn't mean that just those people are going to reach out to you because you might get other people, like, like we mentioned. But if you're pretty clear with it, then those people are going to come in. And then also, when you do things like direct campaigns and stuff like that, you know, you want to outline, okay, this is only for people that are serious. This is only for people that are motivated. This is only for people that are committed. Yeah. That way you get less of the jokers and the yeah. people that are flaky. And so you want to make that pretty clear within when you're connecting with people, whether that's Instagram stories, Facebook stories, LinkedIn, uh, whatever it may be. Make that clear that, you know, you only really want to work with people that are Jeez. committed to the journey. So that's one way uh, to attract the right people. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I'm gonna give you a bullet. Uh, I'm gonna just run through four four quick ones, and then you just tell me what you think on them. Yeah. So first one is is basically what you said, niching. All right. So making sure you have an ideal person in mind is gonna get rid of the people who you don't have in mind. So all the things that I talked about were red flags for me and my clients. Will now be something I communicate into my content that I you know I like people that like, what this or I don't like you know whatever. Um, so niching is number one if you want to find the right client, all right? Talk to the person you want to talk to. And that actually also leads into the second, which is put people off that you don't want to talk to. Mm-hmm. This is something that we learned from some, some one of our mentors as well, that like make content every now and again where you're anti something. What is it that you, the other coaches like or other people, people are banging on about that you just don't like? It might be fasting, it might be keto, it might be whatever. Kind of do that and it will piss some people off and make them not want to come to you but that's what you want you want to kind of exclude some people all right it shows one that you don't need everybody and two it just gives you the right it puts those people off right so so that's that's a good thing price people out so that you know it might sound uh counterproductive to you know put up your prices sometimes or whatever but the benefit is you price certain people out so you don't even attract certain people because they know that I, i can't really pay for this and usually people that can't pay for it or they're not willing to invest. If someone's not willing to invest, nothing worse than jumping on a sales call with someone they got no money to invest. <laughs> what are you doing on this sales call, right? What are you doing on this call? There's certain calls that you might have for that, right? I don't know. But like generally, it's like if you're not looking to invest in your health and fitness, right? like why are you on the call? So price them out. You can do that through different ways. I think if you just if your branding is really good, that can that's one way to do it because people just know that. This looks like something official. It's not going to be some deep stuff, right? And then you can also pull it into your booking link. This is something we did for a while. I don't know if we're still doing it. Still doing it? Uh, I've got it on, I've got different type of forms. So I got it on some and some I don't. So depending on what platform I use. Yeah, yeah. We used to do that a lot. I used to do it. I had done that um, recently, but it does help. 
does help because of where we've been marketing on LinkedIn and whatnot. It doesn't need as much, but at the same time, especially if you're on IG and Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, I think if you're on Instagram and Facebook, it's important. Yeah. And what we're talking about here is basically when someone applies to book a call with you on that form, just have a small question. Are you in a position to invest? Or if you know for 100% fact you're going to get a result out of this, what could you invest in? You might put £200 a month, £150 a month, £300 a month, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Just so you can get a gauge. And some people will say they can't put anything then it's up to you if you want to take that call or not. I still take the call, but what I do is I ask them before I get on a call, like, are you like flat broke or are you just waiting to see the value of the program before deciding? And then I'll get a bit of an answer from them because sometimes they're flat broke. If they're flat broke, I'll be like, look, unfortunately, this is not a free program. So I'll send you over, a, <laughs> I'll send you, I'll send you over a guide that you can use. Obviously this isn't a free program. And so, so they're like, okay, cool. They get it. Cause I, the, the further you go, the more you need to protect your time because it's very discouraging to be sitting on a call for 45 minutes an hour when you could have just found out that the person couldn't afford it anyway beforehand, right? So it's important you pre-vet people. And that's always going to be a refined process. Like It's never going to be never going to be perfect. Mine ain't perfect right now, but it's getting better. And it's always getting better because I'm always refining it. 100%. I think the last thing I'll touch on, it's not really um, about avoiding or whatever anymore. It's just a mindset, all right? And one of, um, I think the mentor just before this one, we don't like to name our mentors because we can't can't do all of that. But the one just before this put uh, something very valuable in my, in my brain whereby, you know, you're going to be quite invested in, in what you're doing at the beginning, right? Every time you message someone, every time you have a sales call, whatever. But there's always like another 100, 500 people out there waiting that need your services and are serious and are willing. Do you get what I'm trying to say to you? So you've got to keep that in mind and you've got to know that you don't need everybody. All it's right? like an, it's an abundance mindset. Yeah, isn't it? It's like to, when you yeah. get your heart broken, you know that yeah, there's yeah. always more fish in the sea. It's all, exactly. It's <laughs> Same with the clients. If she says, or if not she, yeah, if, you ever, if the client says yeah, no, yeah. you know, you got to be, you got to have confidence in yourself. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I will. There's other things. Not, not even the says the no. Like, I mean, you have to know your personal situation. But when we talk about sometimes you need clients, you just have to like make, be able to make those decisions with yourself, but you know, based on your own circumstance. But just know that there are loads of clients out there. There's loads of people that need your, your and there's a famous uh, billionaire Dan Pena, and he's is one of his good mottos, and he even has a ring of a frog. You got to kiss a lot of frogs mm. in this game. Yeah, you know I'm saying you got to kiss. A, there's gonna be a lot of time wasters and all of that stuff. Like it is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, we get them to this day, <laughs> yeah. to this day. But you got to keep going and you got to know that, look, I, I might, if, if someone looks like they're going to be trouble, like they're showing you signs of trouble <laughs> on that call. Stay away. Mate, like, you know those those calls where you're on a call with them and they're just, I'm going to be trouble, you know, I'm going to be trouble. That's and, basically what they're saying. They're not saying it. Yeah. So I'm going to be trouble. And, yeah, you're going to be trouble? Get out of there. Yeah, because like, they're going to waste your time. And it's going to hurt you longer. Like I've been through some where it's like, you oh my day! Like, we yeah. have to do one yeah, story each. One, yeah, no, 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 no! One story each. I got a story for them. Like, <laughs> like, 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 you do the story. I'm not doing the story because we oh, gotta wrap okay. this up. But yeah, you do cool, the story. Cool. I got, then, I got a story for them. Yeah, I got a story for them. So this is the last year. This, 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 this is this is when it when it, when we like not when we started, but this is um like a year ago. Or so yeah, so I'm working with this with this client and. 
things are going all right. They're going all well. But sh- there was a lot of signs of like attitude at the beginning. And I'm very friendly and, and, a, and a jokey person anyway. So I will go back and forth banter with clients. That's normal, right? But sometimes you don't realise that it is actually like, you know, you don't want someone to be taking shots at your, what you do or your, you know, you've got to make sure that even if you're having fun with the clients, the business side is professional. Do you know what I mean? And they know that the business is professional. Um, but literally, you know, I delivered a great service to this person. And after like a one hour call of just helping this person because they wanted extra help and whatnot, they literally canceled the direct debit. Literally after the call, like literally, like we just had like, like one hour call, giving the information, blah, blah, blah. And that, it, it teaches you stuff, innit? And sometimes you're going to have to go through a few of these things. It gives you thick skin, but it lets you know that, look, Give what you can give, but don't over like, you know, over deliver. Don't get me wrong, but don't, you know, you have to keep it professional and you have to know, try and understand when someone is not right for your business because it will end up costing you. It will cost you. Trust me. Trust me. And, you know, yeah, you get people that will sign up and they won't even do a workout. Yeah, they don't do and then all of a sudden you get an email two weeks later hey can I have my money back yeah. and they just told you that this is the best thing they've ever heard and you ain't done anything yeah yeah but so, then you know what like there's a lot of negative it's gonna it might sound off putting but there's much more great clients yeah there's both more have, obviously there's more we positives. both have full businesses running yeah of good clients that yeah. do their workouts like that follow that that like you know go check our testimonials on our own pages like they they, they fully appreciate and whatnot. and when you get those that they will make up for that's it. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, those are the things to look for in your clients and how to avoid bad clients. Because honestly, that is going to make your business having a good client pipeline, getting yourself to 30, 40 clients and then scaling beyond that. It's going to be very, very important. So you want to make sure you're enjoying the work that you do, because at the end of the day, as a coach, you want to wake up in the morning and be motivated to do your check ins, check people's weight, give them updates, blah, blah, blah. So if you need help with building your actual business, we're still pushing the um, webinar zero to 5K. So yeah. if you don't have any money, if you're still a PT on the gym floor, if you're trying to go online, this webinar is only 25, 30 minutes and we go in depth on what platforms to use, what content to post, how to message people and so on and so forth. And that really is a starter pack for you to get your first 5K. So if you haven't downloaded it yet, Check the description of this video if it's on YouTube and in the wherever this is posted, Spotify, Apple, the description, the link will be there. Um, download it and listen to it and watch it and take notes and then come back to us and let us know how much progress you've made by implementing all those things that we've done. And at this stage as well, we are taking on a couple people for our mentorship program. So if you are interested, make sure you head over to our Instagram page at OHB Academy and drop us a DM and we can have a little conversation to see where you are at with your current business and, and where you'd like to get to, man. Apart from that, anything else? That's it, really? No, that's it, man. That's it. Stay away from those shit clans, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. OHB Academy, over and out.